Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Golding, and I really hope you are all ready for Christmas. Um, I have just finished lugging my ultra cool um, shopping trolley around Asda, and then when I got home, I realised uh, Iceland still has slots for next day, so we've added the stuff I forgot. <laughs> um so bearing that in mind um i hope christmas santa brings you everything can i always say if he hasn't brought you what you wanted go buy yourself independent girlies um but today's episode is going to be talking about your pageant journey um maybe some things to consider in 2023 uh, and one of the things is traveling it's the distance traveled um with your sash like how much is too much you know what is required you know what should we think um that we have to do with our sash and i kind of just want to put some people's minds at ease but also maybe call some people out <laughs> um this is not based on any personal experiences this is what i see this is what i've experienced myself what i've learned throughout the years of how to have um a good balance with everything um so of course we draw on personal experiences um but also talk about yes everything in general remember this is my own personal opinion that's what the podcast is i'm so glad you guys have been enjoying it the uh out of context quotes <laughs> that you get um but let's talk about what is required with our sash. So a lot of people feel that you need to be out and about every single weekend at every event. And we're going to go through costs, finances. Now, some of you girls may not have a budget. That's absolutely fine. And I don't want this to be like a shaming you if you do loads. Um, I mean, I've tallied how many appearances I've done just since um, becoming UK's National Miss uh, because... As a finest, I did 105, uh, and right now I'm on 16. And that is a combination of live events, of social awareness days, interviews, charity events, and charity donations as well. Um, I have actually <laughs> split it up and condensed it, of course, for a review post on my social at the end of the year. But that doesn't mean that I have been out every single weekend. There are lots of ways to maximise using your sash without making yourself broke. 100%. If you can afford it and you can do it, go ahead. But also, because I remember posting about this a while ago and there are some conflicting views. A lot of people were like, especially when I do some of my posts, people are like, this is what I needed to hear. This is what I needed to see. Like, I really feel this. And others felt called out because they're like, well... I do this why am I not allowed to do it and that's not what the posts are saying at all so if you do travel each weekend um that is absolutely fine because for some of us pageants are our social life but it's when it comes into cost when it comes um into so many different things so many different factors so let's get into it um most pageants don't have a requirement of how many appearances you do. There are ones that have additional points. So, for example, Galaxy, you can get up to 10 
Wow, I say, up to 10 appearances for points, you get 0.5, so it's a maximum of 5 bonus points. Now, of course, if you're competing, you'll want to get those bonus points. Like, it's it's just 10 appearances you need to do. 10 good quality appearances. And I've had this before when someone like, I've only done like 5 or 6 appearances. Um, Should I bother making an appearance book? Yes, do it. Because those are points. <laughs> those are your points, girl. Um... And I know there were some pageants that didn't have a cap, some that would cap it at 75. And then that comes into the question of, you know, what does count? For most people, the appearances and publicity is just a side award. That's just it. Um, and you don't have to be everywhere. You don't have to do that. And I know some people get disheartened because they don't win. And they're like, well, I was, I was out all the time. I did so many you know, I did, I can't think of how many I did the year I didn't win. Um, I raised a thousand, I did probably about 80, I think. Um, and I, I did a lot, but <laughs> that doesn't guarantee me a win. Um, you know, especially with most pageants is judged on the day. Now, there is can be a disadvantage to those people who have been there for, you know, a whole year, two years for the pandemic. Um, and didn't, you know, missed out on a chance, but you have to put your energy into other aspects of your competition, not just the sash, um, not just the sash journey, everything, the walks, the talks, like, you need to have that same energy for everything, um, so I'm just going to break down some events, if you are going to a pageant event, for example, there could be the cost of the pageant, which ranges everywhere to from uh you know 10 to 30 40 you know well some pageants charge 60 to 100 pound for a ticket um depending on if it's got a meal included you know if there's two days you have to think about the event the hotel cost if you are traveling the petrol money or trains and of course now we have to factor in strikes as well trains coaches um you know back when <laughs> I competed in, I think it was Scumphorn. It's a very long time ago. This was 2015. My coach ride, I factored in the coach ride for um, the day before the finals. And then my coach home was at seven o'clock in the morning the day after. So I didn't even get to enjoy the breakfast from my hotel. <laughs> didn't enjoy anything like that. Because um, it was like a 13 hour journey. And I know the the way back was 15 hours because of delay. Um, so you kind of had to factor in like some of these. Um, yeah, hotel stay. And then outfits. Now, of course, we can rewear outfits. That's great. But, you know, how many events are you going to? What what can you do? Etc. Um you know, you're looking at a good two, three hundred pound, because there was this, um, there was just not an argument, it's a debate, it's a question on a Facebook about, um, pageant girls not traveling to certain places, so, you know, Scotland is a prime example of there being pageant girls there who are amazing, who have incredible events, and, you know, it's such a niche community, I say niche, like it's a close-knit, that's what I was meant to say, um, that, you know, they do a lot of travelling, but why is the travelling never reciprocated? Um, and it can, 
be, you know, that's a very good question. And like for me, you'll see I'm down south. I'm South England, Southwest England. Um, if I wanted to travel to Scotland, it would take seven to eight hours drive. You have to think about plane and then the luggage requirement, hotel stays once again. If you are doing the driving, you've got to think of petrol, how long it's going to take, time. Um, I mean, that's see, looking from my logic. That if we're travelling up north or is it travelling to Scotland or if we flew to Ireland, you want to make the most of your stay. So you want to make sure that when you're there, you've got other events as well to attend or other things to do. Um, so, for example, when we went to Galaxy last year, um, we also attended the Royal Charity Pageant because we were there. We were like, let's make the most of it. We were there. And then obviously it snowed the next day and we're like, well, we're just staying in. <laughs> um, actually, it snowed that day, didn't I think? It was very cold. Um, but, you know, we travelled up on the Friday. Saturday we did the Charity Pageant and then watched Galaxy. Um, and then Sunday we watched Galaxy and then travel back the next day um but you know you have to consider that for three nights you have to pay what 30 30 to 40 pound per ticket now we are very lucky we got the um pageant girl uh christmas season ticket so we made our journey with that (laughs) that's a good investment on our parts um so that was a great investment for us. Um, but you have to obviously consider that, that, you know, and the hotel was a good 200, 300 petrol, food costs as well. So when you are planning to do your events, I always say maybe do one event, like a big event a month, like a pageant, because you're going into months now where there will be several pageants in one month. Like April has three pageants. Um, February has two to three March, I think, has two. Um, you know, so you're going into big months. So if you can afford to, this is where, you know, you share with a friend on the hotel to save costs, rent outfits or buy second hand. Um, but still, that doesn't change, you know, hotel costs, fuel costs and ticket prices. Um, you know, so it, of course, it's worth buying the early bird tickets for any pageant if they do have that deal but you don't have to be at every single event when you do your appearance book um you know I obviously section mine so pageants will be in the pageant events for some pageants that doesn't even count as community work because you're just you are just attending an event unless you are like helping out backstage you know volunteering then you are doing something proactive uh, so I always think when I t- think about my appearances, my sash, how can I explain it in my interview? There are some things that I do that I wouldn't have to explain or I wouldn't need to bring up, you know, many donations or awareness days. I can explain them because I've researched the awareness days that I want. And this is the reason why I forward plan with a lot of my things. Um but yeah, and also you have to think of when you do appearances, there may be like in December, there's been like the Christmas party, January, there's hardly anything. There may be like two or three events, um, depending on where you are in the country. Um, you know, so January is going to be a quiet month, apart from pageant con, if you haven't got your tickets, get them now. Um, <laughs> but January is going to be a quiet month. Um, but I know like for me, February, 
all my weekends are booked. I'm doing something every single weekend. Um, you know, I have Yemi the first weekend, second weekend I have a charity brunch, third weekend I have a charity pageant, fourth weekend, Natural Beauty Awards. Um, you know, solid booked. March, my event at the start, uh, the IGM workshop uh, the following week. That is happening in February as well, but obviously I'm not attending it, that's why it's not on my list. Um, Sparkles is attending the January, March. I don't know if we've got April in there. I don't think we have April, May. There's not one in April, that's why, because it's the finals. And see, once again, IGM is booked in. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I you know, you're, you have to plan as well when you plan your whole, like you know, where you're going to go, you need to have some months where you can recover <laughs> financially and emotionally, mentally, physically. Um, so yeah, so when we talk about, you know, how much is too much, I do think that if you're at every single event, eventually you will get burnt out. Um, and eventually sometimes there's some resentment coming, as we said before, like, um, you know, why people not come to my event when I come to theirs? And I've said this before and I'll say it again, you know, you don't owe anyone anything. If you are a friend, you're going to want to attend. But I know for me, financially and physically, I can't attend every single event that I want to. I'd love to. Like, I had such a massive FOMO when Jade and Paige were at um, Miss Great Britain and they had the brunch before and the brunch afterwards and then Miss Great Britain itself. And I was sat there just like, <sighs> but like, I couldn't afford it. You have to make those sacrifices sometimes because I knew that in that month, I'd already attended two charity events in the same weekend and then there was another charity event the following week. Um, you know, I, I'd done a lot in that, in that month, um, it's a very charitable weekend, because I did donations the following, um, collecting money the following week, so you will burn out, and don't feel guilty for saying no, because we always think it because we should, you know, it, we want to be seen by our directors, we want to be seen by the pageant community, you know, especially when it comes to award season. We want to be in those nominations. And there are different ways of making an impact without having to spend so much money on travel. I always think, as so I said, have one event a month, if you can stretch the two, brilliant. Um, and try local-ish events. We had the rule, like the two-hour rule, that we go to any event within two hours of travel. Um, if it's further than that, then we need to budget that in. So January is good because it's about an hour travel for most. Oh, we're going to the prom show as well. I forgot about that. <laughs> well, that's two hours. That's, a, that's under two hour travel for us. Um, oh my goodness. That's going to be a crazy six weeks. I've just realized six, no more than that, eight weeks. We're having fun. We're having fun. <laughs> um, but with that, as I said, it's it's making sure that you're not overbooking yourself as well. Um, so how much is too much? Too much is when you're traveling every single weekend and you're not giving yourself. And when I say that like Saturday and Sunday. If you just get weekends off, if you're doing all the travel on the Saturday, you need to have a break on the Sunday. But if you're doing t like both stuff and then, you know, all that time traveling, you're not getting the rest you deserve. Um, and as I said, there are many ways of making that impact without having to travel everywhere. So, as I said, there's resentment for those who don't reciprocate. Um, if you're traveling anywhere, like the publicity award, like if you don't take that, you're like, well, I've been everywhere and this person hasn't. Um, doing the most appearances doesn't win you the crown. D raising the most money for charity does not get you the crown. 
I will just say that here and there. It doesn't. You know, the person who wins is the best on the night. The all-rounder. The one who gave it their all in the interview and smashed the stage rounds. So this is where you need to prepare. This is why we say about having a platform. And I'm going to talk to you now about what you can do without leaving your house. Now, because I have to work around childcare, um, because my my only days off, child-free, <laughs> are usually Saturday and Sunday, um, and Friday as well sometimes, it, you know, it can be mix and match, but they're not really off because I usually do coaching on those days as well, so I need to work around, you know, coaching everyone else, like, today and Tuesday, my day is, like, fully booked, like, in and out with different coaching and interviews and, you know, stuff like that, um, so, I make sure that I schedule my time and also what I do to prepare is with my platform, obviously my platform is very informative based. So right now in my my Canva, I had all of December's infographics done, so they're all done. I have all of January's, I've just started February's. This is saving me time with pageant content. Um, I don't really count this as an appearance. So if you do, have it in your appearance book it'll be under your platform section and it'll just be like one page because if you then start tallying all of the stuff you've done um you know I post daily sometimes with these facts and figures and informational and articles I found so I could say I've done 200 appearances but it's not though is it so um if it is going to go into your appearance book um it would be one page you know platform you know, one, you know, infographic series from, you know, the date you started. So I could say from October to June, infographic series, you know, every week I did petition of the week. Um, I did facts every month about um, a chosen topic. And then I did platform talks. Platform talks in itself was an interview series. So up to, um, up to the finals, I did 20, 19 or 20 episodes. They wouldn't count as individual appearances. I'd count them as a group selective. So if you've been doing interview series, a group selective, don't count it as your appearances. Even though it's something different, it's part of a series. So that series is one. Um, so, however, this is a great talking point in your interview. So let's go through this. As I said, I limit my time, so I wanted to make sure that I can do, you know, play to your strengths. I love doing the infographic series and researching and learning. So that's something fun for me. Um, you get to learn more. A lot of people get to learn more from it. The platform talks, I get to use my interview skills to interview others to, you know, find out more, ask those questions. So although I am not traveling anywhere, I'm still making an impact from my bedroom. You know, I'm still being seen out there on social media i'm still using my sash but without having to travel so the same could be if you have written series as well um although with the written series you are promoting someone else so you are promoting a cause but it's not you it's you writing for other people and especially if you're just giving the questions to someone else um this is why when we talk about it in an interview, you, you'd hype up a bit more. Um, so yeah, I chose things of what I can do. Same with collections as well. Collections I chose 
to do around months where I would be at events so I could pick these donations up or making it easier for those who might not be able to travel, you know, to donate online, to donate via an Amazon wish list and provide certificates because, you know, we all like to have a certificate. Um, but yeah, so it's just providing that. So I found ways around it where, you know, I might not be, I may be at two events um, in the month, but I do interviews every week, um, you know, every Sunday or every two weeks, um, or I'm being interviewed by someone else, you know, I'm still being active without having to pay the costs, well, I mean, I still pay for electric and my, my rent, but, <laughs> you know, without having to have additional costs, because, you know, I guess Wi-Fi as well, internet, but I'm still making that difference, I'm still making that impact, so, if you're not that creative to do that and if you don't want to commit to a series there are other ways of being involved you can get involved behind the scenes of different pageant magazines or different pageant organizations you know you can be involved in so much maybe you want to do a support group for pageant girls maybe you want to have a group where you talk about certain things um you know maybe doing the videos is your calling there's there's so much you can do, and I think I've I I think I have talked about this in a recent episode, um, <laughs> about elevating your platform. Um, that was the last episode, but yes. So yeah, if you're listening to this, this might sound like a little bit of a repeat, but it's basically saying you don't need to travel to work that sash. Um, so let's go into your interview now. So. It's impressive to say, yeah, you've done this amount of appearances, but then it's like, but then it's like, you need to actually explain them. This is the one thing that not enough pageant girls do is explain their appearances and explain what you've been doing. And when you explain, not like you're listing it, the worst thing to do when you're in a pageant interview is to list your appearances so you know for example uh as your uk's national miss i've done 60 appearances um with this i also done 20 um platform talks i also did one queen chats and i also was interviewed with this and i was also interviewed for this one um and also i did a collection as well as a collection i also did you know a charity competition and with that you can see it's getting boring <laughs> it's getting boring um this is where you know one or two examples so let's change that so you know as a UK's nationalist I've done over 60 appearances in this short amount of time one thing I'm really proud of is we've fundraised um over 300 for switchboards so far which include a charity a photo shoot a photo comp competition look at my words stumbling here photo competition for the front cover of the pageant annual which I designed myself and I'm so happy that I get to feature in it as a queen as well as this I've also elevated my platform use my crayon to interview others about their platforms I know I'm not that's not like the best example I can give because my words are going blah but um <laughs> but with that um <clears throat> you want to you have to, you know, hype up your own activities, but not list everything. That's what your appearance book is for. And this is why we always focus on, you know, the ones that you really want to talk about. The quality, not quantity. You're not going to say, unless you really want to break it down. Because I said, I love figures in my interviews. I love, you know, I've travelled 7,000 miles since becoming a finalist. 
um, you know, racked up 500 community hours um, since becoming a finalist. It's nice to have those figures, but then you, you back it up with an example, you know, so I've done 500 hours of community service, including 250 hours um, volunteering for my local charity group. And you'll have to explain more. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's so when they're not going to care about you did, you know, 25 pictures of you in different outfits. They're not going to care about that. They're going to care about, you know, oh, you did a charity event. You organised, you know, this event. You said about this platform. Tell us more about that. Um, so this is where you know how you think that you have to be here, there and everywhere. You don't. You can only do 10 appearances. And if you can explain those appearances and then also have a plan for the future based on those appearances that's what's going to win you the interview what's also going to win the interview is not being so serious um and i know when we're talking about platforms we want to be serious but <laughs> no they want to see some personality this is stuff that we are going to talk about um at pageant con by the way for my session i have two sessions one will be about appearances i want to be about interview those are what I'm known for. Um, <laughs> so we'll be talking about that. You can ask yourself, what is an appearance? Um, so when we're talking about travel, it's great to have those things, but it, it doesn't come down to that when you win. Okay? So yes, I mean, it's hard when I say you don't need it to win when I feel personally, this isn't a fact or anything. I don't know how much appearances the other girls did. Um, you know, but I feel like I did loads. Um... But that, that wasn't what brought me the crown. That wasn't what made me win. Um, you know, and it could have been points. I don't know. Um, I won't ask. I don't want to know that. You have to think when you place or if you don't win, sometimes it can be points. You know, I've known it to be like 0 0.5. When I did internationals the first, well, the third year, but the first year in Texas, um, it was like two, I was two points off the crown. Sarah was one point of the main crown. And obviously then the winner had a point difference. Points. Guys, points. Crazy, right? Crazy. Um, <laughs> too crazy. So, yeah, with that, when you are thinking about travelling, and this is the reason why I say to future plan, um, and it's the reason why in the annuals we have the social awareness calendar and why you can get it as a digital download if you don't want to get the annual it's only two pound and it goes to charity guys it goes to charity let's just like get that out there um i use it all the time <laughs> i've been using it for like when i'm planning the content so i'll take you through some things in january well in january i have my own theme um i did the body the pageant body and I did a survey and for those who aren't into surveys don't use survey survey monkey use google docs because I didn't realize that you could only have 10 responses and I had like 13 in like 20 minutes I was like ah so <laughs> so that wasn't fun um use google docs um but I have that and there's also Martin Luther King Jr day there's STIQ day which is all about sexual health um there's the Holocaust Memorial Day, um, you know, so if I use my Instagram to do infographics about these, to educate us more, to learn a bit more about, you know, what's happened, um, Mount Luther King Jr. is such an inspiration to me, I had that, I have a dream 
the full speech on my door for years um such inspiration and you know I want to do something for that day not saying that's going to count as an appearance but it's something that I want on my feed because you know using your pattern voice which my platform was about is you know speaking up standing out and educating so some people uh, as I said this I had a pageant interview and then someone said about him like I you know I don't know if you know who he is but he's just like we know <laughs> I know who he is um everyone should know but then there are some people that don't there are some people that don't and especially with cultural differences between you know maybe ourselves and our American pageant sisters Australian Canadian you know our Asian um like there's so many different things that are different when I was doing the period myths I was like whoa like some of these are really different like you know period education so so in all of that <laughs> that forward planning really helps because then you can also add into your diary like make sure I know people have digital diaries I like a paper diary because then I can see and then I can plan what I'm going to post on what day um and there are probably some really good diaries uh you know I I would usually make my own diary sometimes I didn't this year that's because I made the awareness calendar, which I should really get that printed. Um, <laughs> I'll probably get that printed for myself um, so I can plan that way. Although I, I usually just get it off my Mac anyways. But so then I can see, right, OK, so I had this event here and this event here. So what do I want to do? Where am I going to have my break? What, you know, because I've got to clean my house. <laughs> I've got to do this. I've got to study. Um, you know, so what am I going to do here? Breaking down costs. You know, I'm someone who will buy loads of outfits when it's like a sale so I can then spread them out um and budget that in like for me I already have my handover gowns I have my fashion wear well, I'm still paying these off but I have them purchased <laughs> um you know I have half my sportswear um I don't know what the opening is for the queens and then I'm not sure what we're wearing for the first day so, I mean, I have lots, I have, like, I already have those planned. Um, you know, that's what you need to do is forward planning. And if you want, if you, I mean, if you don't have budget, girl, go to everything, do everything. But with these budgets as well, you also have to think of when you're preparing for a competition. The appearances are great, but you also need to prepare, as I said, prepare your walks, you know, book walk coaching every couple of months, I would say. Um, so you might do two walk sessions, um up to your pageant final one is always like to work out the basics two is then to shape your routine and practice in your outfits if you want to do more than two that's absolutely fine do it <laughs> like there's no question um as i said this is like working for all budgets it's not expected if you're doing interview coaching i always say once a month once every three weeks for some people it was every two weeks some people is weekly to the final you will have different budgets see what works for you see how you can fit it in your lifestyle so with all of that um <laughs> you're like oh hello what was this basically i just want to say it's fine like every patent journey is valid every patent journey is valid if you want to travel to everywhere do it if you don't don't do it but this is where the calling out comes. I don't want to hear the excuses of you can't find things, that you can't join in things, that you know there are general there are general excuses, you know, that I've added, you know, mental health, 
can get really hard. Um, I'm not saying like do it anyways because that's not the right attitude. Um, <laughs> you know, speaking from someone who suffers a lot with their mental health, um, pageant planning actually really helps you with it. Um, it's really sad, isn't it? It used to be exercise <laughs> before my body started breaking on itself. Um, but yeah, you can't say you don't find things. Um, most people have a contract with their queens, you know, once every month. I've known someone who goes out all the time and does nothing with their crown. Nothing. And it it really hurts me because, well, it doesn't hurt me, like, not personally, but, like, if I was there running around, I'd be pissed. I'd be fuming. And as we always say, like, every pageant queen is different, but I do think that if you have a crown, there's no excuse to not do something once a month. As we said, virtual if you want to join in something virtually, like the months of where loads of things are, off the top of my head, because I haven't got a screen in front of me, September is really busy. Um, February and March have a lot of social awareness days and months, April as well. Um, June, I think, is a big month as well. Like it dies down in August um, and July. Like, But yeah, September and October, so many things, so many things, you know, it's not fair to use those excuses when you, you can do stuff. You're just choosing not to. If you're choosing to go out with your friends, you're choosing to go out party, and you're choosing to, you know, go on holidays and whatnot, but you're not doing the stuff that you said you were going to do in your interview, that's shame on you. And it, you know, it, I think it just taints the pageant experience for a lot of people. Um, but <laughs> saying that, as I said, you don't have to be everywhere. It's valid to do one's one, but don't use the excuse if you can't find anything because there's so much pageant knowledge now out there. So much. When I first started a good 13 years ago, there was hardly anything. We didn't do the social media. Like, social media was not a big thing. Um, appearances weren't even that much of a big thing. My appearances, I missed out on two. I think it was two. I did 38 appearances as Miss Swin and Galaxy 2011 or 2011. 30, 38, I think, was the 37. I think it's because the person who won publicity was 39. I missed out on two, two events. And there are probably things that I could have, you know, done in there and joined in. But no. <laughs> I didn't know anything about that. Now you have so much. You have us. We educate you with our podcast. We have educational posts about pageants. We have the handbook. You know, we have, as I said, the annual and it has the social awareness calendar. We have so much. There are pageant magazines out there. You know, there are American places like obviously Pageant Planet. That still has so much informational content that you can take parts of it to apply it to UK pageantry. You know, you have loads of coaches. You're spoilt for choice. Well, I'm going to say loads of coaches. You have more than what there was. <laughs> 10 years ago um you know off the top of my head I can think of like seven to eight pageant coaches in the UK and you know you can coach with people in America you know or Canada like some of us pageant girls well, I want to say some I wasn't <laughs> but you know I know one of my pageant friends who was coaching with someone in America for a dot com competition and she placed second that year that was the internationals um she placed second um and yeah, like you don't have to limit yourself to just the UK. I just think sometimes it's easier to, if you're going to have it for time reasons, because, you know, different time um, zones. 
But yeah, so don't use the excuse if you can't find anything. There are areas that will have more events going on. If you're a southern like me, you know, it sounds weird because obviously southern England, um, if you're something like me, you know that there's hardly any events that are happening down here. Not too many pageant events happens. You know, when you get to the Midlands, a bit more events are happening. And you get to the North, so much choice. You obviously North Wales are doing stuff every week. You know, if it's Scotland, sometimes it could be every month. Um, but you have to search for the appearances. So if you are, you know, in Scotland or, you know, down south, just remember that you don't have to go to everything. Um and it'd be nice, obviously, to then organise your own events. As I said, I always prioritise local events over big events. Um, so, for example, Miss Universe Great Britain last year, um, we went to Bristol Pride the same day because it's very easy for us to travel. Saying that, Newport is not too far from us. Um, it's it's a 14-minute drive. Um, so, same distance, but, you know, we wanted to be part of the parade. So, we're walking in the parade. And then we attended the actual full day. So, you know, we had a very good day, local events. You know, we're, we're going to prioritise that. And that's what you should do too. Don't be ashamed or don't feel down or don't feel like you have to keep up appearances. You don't. Every pageant journey is different. As I always say, it's always valid. But at least try and do one thing a month. Because I do think that, I mean, it's... Why are you entering the pageant form? Because you will have all these pageants that say, you don't need to do this, you can just enter on the day. But you know, if you're a national going to an international, you're putting yourself at disadvantage at that international. Because there'll be other delegates there from different countries who have done more, who have, you know, been proactive. I mean, there could be ones that don't do anything. <laughs> could be that sort of pageant. But, you know, don't put yourself to disadvantage, you know. Have a good few. As you said, once a month, like, if you're competing in a year's time, that's 12 appearances. Sorted. Sorted. So, to conclude this random mix, because I wanted to talk about how we don't have to travel too far. But if you want to, that's fine. But don't feel the pressures of pageantry. Like, I don't know where these pressures come from. I think it's just because we see other winners. Like, if you ever look at my... <laughs> socials i'm like oh i really wish i could do what you're doing <laughs> and i'm like no don't <laughs> it's expensive um and even i'm not doing you know as much as what other people are doing you know you have to factor everything in so you know one major event a month maybe two depending on travel always have a travel rule so as i said we have the two hour rule if you want to travel further, that's absolutely fine. But, you know, it's I think it's when you consider, because you have to consider the time it takes to travel. How long is that going to take out your day? You know, do you need to book time off from work? Um, can you rearrange things? You know, costs, hotels, all sorts of these have to come into play. It is not a requirement to have to travel to all these places. Um, quality, not quantity. You know, when you're explaining in your interview, you're going to explain about the stuff that where you actually did an impact. You're not going to say, I attended 15 pageant events, you know, and I sit and cheered for everyone. That's cool. But it's, you know, what will sound better is, yeah, I had I have an informational series and I get to interview different people. And so far, we've talked about this condition and that condition and this this value and this issue, you know, sounds a lot smoother. 
So, yeah, to conclude, if you want to travel, if you want to spend that coin, go ahead, girl, do it. But pageantry doesn't need to be expensive. Pageantry doesn't need to be where you have to have brands and lists and stuff because, let's be honest, (laughs) like, they're not going to know. They're not going to know if your Giovanni was £100 on sale or if it was a grand. You know, they're not going to know if your dress was custom made or not. They're not going to know these things unless, of course, you say it. Um, you know, they're not going to know it's high street. Like, we're not thinking, it, we're not talking about when RuPaul went off on Joe Black because he was wearing H&M. You know, it's not going to be like that on a pageant stage. And for those, that's a very niche uh, RuPaul <laughs> uh, <laughs> drag race reference. Um, but yeah, you don't need to be in your head about all of that. So... This is not to shame anyone who wants to do that because if you have, like, we all dream about that. We'd love it, you know? We are joking about having a time machine the other day, you know? Transportation. Love to go all these. If money was no object, you'd see me everywhere. But sometimes you have to be realistic. And, of course, sometimes that will be like, oh, I wish I was doing this or you're feeling really sad. But it's not a requirement, you know? Directors don't... Directors like an active queen... But they don't want an active queen where you're feeling the pressure where you have to. Um, so I said, like, once you've won, it shouldn't be it. Like, you shouldn't just stop doing stuff. But, you know, and that, that's very... <laughs> you can see who does do that. And you're like, well, were they only doing it for the crown? It shouldn't be like that at all. Or they're only doing it for internationals. That's the pageantry we don't want. We want the nice, fair pageantry where people support each other um you know and out about events but still having some downtime you know family time partner time friends time or just chilling in your pj's time um let this christmas break be a break you know rest recuperate plan start planning all 2023 and by planning it you're getting your ticket to pageant gone you're getting the social awareness kind <laughs> But no, start planning it, use this time and think, okay, right, I'm going to do this, this and this. Remember, if you can't explain it in your interview, don't do it. And, you know, it's as simple as that. Don't pressure yourself on finding the time to find a million different tops and to record different videos for everyone. You know, when in reality, you could spend that time focusing on something else. Um, You don't need to do it. Okay, girls, I hope this has eased the mind as it scrambles as you're getting close to your finals and think I've not done enough. It's the same as like what you do when you look in your Christmas tree and you're like, I've not got enough presents for everyone. But then it's like, those presents are enough. The same as what you've done is enough. But if you haven't done enough, it's always like the, but have you? As I said, good quality appearances, one each month, you know? quality appearances stuff you can talk about stuff you can then plan on you don't have to travel the end of the earth for pageantry okay if you want to and you can afford to that's fine but it doesn't get you a crown i want to put that clear there are some people who won crowns who haven't traveled at all who haven't done appearances and they still win we have to be mindful of that fact that you can do everything to prepare for it And don't take that crown. And we want to be mindful of that. Because it sucks when it happens. 
But we can't compare our pageant journey to someone else's and think, well, I can do all this. You don't have the same 24 hours as everyone else. Because I hate that saying anyways. Because we don't. Yes, technically we do. Everyone has 24 hours in a day. But it's filled with a lot of different things. You know? It's very boring and cliche to say that. I think that's going to be the title of this. We don't have the same 24 hours. <laughs> I know I wanted to do a post about that, but um, yeah. We don't all have the same 24 hours. We have commitments, life commitments, kids, marriages, work, hobbies, extracurricular activities. Kind of the same thing, but you know. Schoolwork, uni work. Like, there's so much. We don't all have that time. But if you have limited time... This is where, as I said, this is why I do the interview series. This is why I do the infographics. Because I know that at 8 o'clock at night, I'm usually trapped because Penelope's on my arm asleep. I have to wait until she falls asleep so I can slip my arm out there, you know? Um, <laughs> so in that time, I can I can do stuff on my phone because I have a hand free. Um, so I can then do the social media stuff that I do. Um, you know, I plan around things. I know what's going to happen it's the same as recording these podcasts. I wish I had a weekly podcast episodes, but I don't. And that's fine. And I'm okay with it. Will I moan about it? Yes, of course I will. Um, so yes, we don't all have the same 24 hours, girlies. We have different pageant journeys. But remember that you don't have to be everywhere in order to get the crown. You don't have to raise the most money to get the crown. If you want to do it, that's fine. That's nice. You know, some people are known for traveling. Some people are known for how much money they raise. You know, do it for you. Don't just do it for a point. If you're going, you know, travelling from Scotland all the way down, as I said, to Wiltshire, and then travelling all the way up to the Midlands, like, the next day, like, and then you're travelling somewhere else, like, you think of the distance, think of how much time is spent travelling. Sometimes it's great to do it, but it can take it out of you. I know for me, sometimes it takes me a week to get back into things. My body aches, like, my social battery is drained. You know, like, work it around. But on that note, I am now going to get into pageant coaching and buy my natural beauty ticket. So that's one thing off the list. Um, there won't be another episode now until maybe near the new year. So have a very Merry Christmas and a extra sparkly new year. If you haven't got your tickets to pageant con, let them know. Pageant annual will only be available for another month. Um... We'll be in the January IGM workshop um, in Andover on the 22nd of January. Because uh, the 21st is my shoot. Uh, so if you want to start planning and prepping that pageant journey, get on it now. But remember, you are valid. You are enough. Don't have to go overboard. Pageantry is just a hobby, even though it is our lifestyle. <laughs> um, it's not the end of the world. If you don't win, it will feel like it though. Um, but it's not the end of the world at all. Concentrate on what makes you happy. And if there are things that you're doing in your pageant journey that you feel like you have to do, but you don't really like, cut them out. You don't need to. So you don't need to be everywhere. But on that note, yes, have a very Merry Christmas. Eat all the foods, drink all the drink and have all the naps one could desire.